Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. If you don't laugh, you will cry. Game week 11 has ended and it looks like for a lot of us, it's been a truly awful game week. But today, we're going to be taking a look at my first transfer plans going into game week 12, how my team is setting up, the transfers I'm considering, players I'm looking to target in game week 12. What is up everyone? Welcome back to another video. Today it is time to look at my first transfer plans for game week 12. Before we dive into the video, 1000 likes is always the aim. Subscribe if you are new around here. We won't talk too much about game week 11. We'll review that when we go into our game week 12 team selection and I'll look ahead to next week a little bit more. But for anyone who had Erling Haaland as captain, they scored six goals. He went off at halftime with a lot of chances. He hit the post and then, of course, went off injured. We're still to know exactly how long he's going to be out for. We'll be discussing that a little bit in the video elsewhere in my team. To be honest, Mo Salah's ownership is about 100%, so his points going up or down doesn't really impact me. Matoma and Bowen are probably the shining lights. I got six and seven from them, which is stopping it from being a truly awful week. I started Gabriel. I also had Dan Byrne on the bench, who looks like he's picked up a bit of an injury. And Gabriel, as a Gabriel owner, I feel like I'm a little bit robbed of my clean sheet. We won't dive into that too much, but yeah, not the best game week. Let me know how you got on so far in game week 11, but... My team for game week 12 is lining up as it does on screen now. We have, of course, seen that Turner has lost his place in the Nottingham Forest goal. We thought there was a chance it would happen at some point. To be honest, personally, I think it happened sooner than I thought it would. But it does mean that Areola is just going to start in goal pretty much every game week for me. They do have Nottingham Forest at home this week who have just beaten Aston Villa. But I don't mind that as a fixture and I'm quite happy with Areola in my goal. Moving into defence, I have four defenders with decent fixtures this week. However... We did see Simakas get benched for Liverpool. Whether he comes back in for next weekend, we don't know. I probably think he would, but it is Brentford at home who have been playing pretty well so far this season. In Elsewhere in defence, we've got Matty Cash, who got subbed early again against Nottingham Forest. Little bit concerned about him, but I do have a plan to sell him going into game week 13 when they go away to Spurs. So probably give him one more week before I sell him. Gabriel has Burnley at home. Hopefully he keeps his place, but there is always that little bit of doubt. But he has had a bit of a rest, so I do expect him to keep his place for that game. And then first up, we do have Dan Byrne. Now, Dan Byrne went off at halftime for Newcastle. He's currently yellow flagged. So that is why he's the one who's first on my bench. If we get news that he is going to be available for game week 12, then I'll probably start him over 
Simakas, just based off Brentford looking pretty good so far this season and scoring goals and him being benched. So there is that little bit of a rotation threat for him. So that would probably be the switch I make in defense. In midfield, I'm pretty happy with it. Bowen, Matoma, Diaby, my three cheaper mids, all performing reasonably well over the past couple of weeks. Diaby doing it last week. Matoma and Bowen both doing it this week. Salah and Hummin Son with Erling Haaland and Ollie Watkins up front. At the moment, I'm planning on giving Mo Salah the armband. Even though he has a slightly more difficult fixture than I want, it is at home. It is against. It is at Anfield. So I would pick him as my captain. Son, Watkins are also on there. A little bit disappointed by Aston Villa recently, which is why I wouldn't give it to Watkins. And Son just being away from home against a Wolves team who have been pretty good so far this season. So I am keeping an eye on Erling Haaland's injury. It doesn't sound like it's anything serious and I am keeping an eye on Dan Burns' injury as well. So anyone who's watched my videos over the past few weeks know that the big talking point for me is Bakaya Saka and it is the Arsenal attack in general. Now, I do still think that Bakaya Saka is the number one option that I want in their attack, but of course I could be looking at Eddie Nketiah. I could go up from Archer to Nketiah this week and bench one of my midfielders, but I know that Gabriel Jesus is likely to be back by about game week 14, 15 at the latest into early December, which will cause me a bit of a headache if I do decide to buy Eddie Nketiah. However, they do have Burnley at home this week. It could be a short-term fix to go and get an option in there. But again, I would have to be benching someone in my midfield, which I don't really love. It could work if we get news that Erling Haaland is out injured for the game against Chelsea. Although from what Pep said, it sounds like he should be fine for that game at the very latest. But it could earn a short-term fix in that one. If not, Bakai Saka is still the one I'm targeting. However, have been a little bit concerned with their performances and his performances a little bit. The online data over the past three games, although they have played Chelsea and Newcastle in those games, he's put up less than one expected return over those three games, which is a little bit disappointing, including a game against Sheffield United. If I'm to bring in Bakai Saka into my team this week, I have to sell one of my three cheaper midfielders. Those are Diaby, Jared Bowen and Matoma. Matoma at home to Sheffield United, Bowen at home to Nottingham Forest and Diaby at home to Fulham. There are reasons to sell all of them, but they all have a great fixture this week. The other thing that I have to bear in mind is I can go straight from Bowen to Saka with one transfer. Now, I have two transfers, so if I wanted to free up a little bit of money, I could. If I wanted to sell Diaby or I wanted to sell Matoma, I would have to free up more money to do that given that I've only got 1.6 million in the bank and I don't have quite enough to get from either Diaby or Mitoma up to Bakai Saki in one move. If I was to make that second transfer, it would be a downgrade in defence. It would be Dan Byrne, who's yellow flag, down to one of the other defenders like Maguire, like potentially one of the 4 million. I could just go to Lascelles because it does look like potentially that Botman is not going to be back for the foreseeable future as well for Newcastle. So both of those transfers would free up a little bit of money. The only thing other that I need to bear in mind with Bakari Saka is the injuries that they have. Now, Odegaard missed the game against Newcastle and with it being such a big game, I'm surprised. So it must be a reasonable injury. And if he's likely to be out for Burnley, which would also give him a full rest period over the international break, and Gabriel Jesus is out, I do think it is not as good for the other players in that Arsenal attack, in the likes of Martinelli and the likes of Bakari Saka as well. Particularly Odegaard, who is so good at linking play. They don't have someone who can play in that attacking midfield role who does even half the job that Odegaard does. And Gabriel Jesus up front, linking the wingers together, linking the play together. So 
if, well, we're pretty certain that Jesus is not going to be back for the game against Burnley. But if we hear that Martin Odegaard is also not going to be back for that game, I think the chances are I probably won't buy Bakaya Saka and I'll continue to think that they might not perform as well. And I will just go with Diaby, Bowen and Matoma for one more week. And then I can go and bring Bakaya Saka in for Diaby while he goes away to Spurs in game week 13. So the other potential moves that I can make, if I don't make the Bakaya Saka move this week, of course, I have to make a transfer because I've got two in the bank. There are a few others. Now, Darwin Nunes is a potential forward that I do really like. Again, he looks like he's nailing down that center forward role for Liverpool. I do have Salah, but with his ownership, I don't gain that much when Liverpool do score goals. And Darwin looks like he's building a little bit of confidence. As just a little disclaimer, I'm recording just as Luton Liverpool is about to begin because I know the lineups and I know that the outcome doesn't really impact my decision unless there's an injury, in which case you will not be seeing this video. So, Watkins to him. I don't think I'm going to sell Watkins, but a lot of you have asked about it as a potential transfer. It does free up about a million, but I am still happy with Watkins. Yes, they didn't perform well against Forest, but still one of the highest scoring teams in the league at the moment. Erling Haaland, if he's out for a prolonged period of time and suddenly the diagnosis of him changes, then I could do him down to Darwin. But generally, these two transfers are not something I love. We have seen Turner lose his place in goal for Nottingham Forest. So I could downgrade him and go and buy a 3.9 million goalkeeper in probably Strakosha of Brentford. Whilst Flecken is out, he is likely to take his place. Now, don't expect Flecken to be out for a while, but it does free up 0.1 million, which could be very useful for me over the next couple of games. Which looking at the potential transfers that I want to make, buying in Bakari Saka in particular for potentially Diaby, this frees up a little bit more money that I could help me get better options elsewhere in my team. And Turner's only going to drop in price now that he's lost his place in that Nottingham Forest team. So it's not a move that is groundbreaking. It's not a move that I really love that's going to boost me a lot of points. It frees up a little bit of money, which does help some future transfers that I do have in mind. And I know that Turner is going to drop in price, particularly if Flecken is going to be out for a few games. It could help me with a backup goalkeeper to Ariola. So looking at those potential transfer plans, I'm going to be keeping an eye on Martin Odegaard. If Odegaard is going to be back, then I do think I will make a move and I will go and buy Bakari Saka into my team. Jared Bowen up to Bakari Saka would be the one move and I would roll the other transfer. I just think Villa's form at home is really, really nice. Matoma Sheffield United at home. I can't be selling him, so I would do Jared Bowen to Bakari Saka with one transfer and roll the other transfer into next week. If we hear that Martin Odegaard is going to be available for game week 12, that is my current plan. If we hear that Martin Odegaard is not going to be available, then I do think it will be a boring transfer of Turner down to Jokosha. I could also do Taylor out and I could go and bring in Bulldog of Sheffield United, who is 3.8. So also cheaper than Charlie Taylor is as well. A couple of boring transfers on my bench that free up a little bit of money that could help with future transfers further down the line, all dependent on whether Martin Odegaard is back and how I think that impacts Arsenal going into the game at home to Burnley at the weekend. I think there's also a little bit that Bakaya Saka might also be carrying still a little bit of an injury as well. So keeping an eye on the Arsenal injury status before I decide on potential moves, Saka is still a high priority in for me. It's just whether I do it this week or I wait a week and do it next week for Diaby when Diaby plays Spurs away in game week 13. So few early transfer plans for me. Let me know how you got on this week. So far, of course, one game still to go. On Monday night, we have Spurs against Chelsea. Those with Son, Madison, Cole Palmer, even the defenders will be hoping for some points going into that one. I'm hoping for a 4-3 Chelsea win 
as a Chelsea fan, but Son to score a hat-trick for my FPL team. So let me know any questions you have about your team in the comment section down below. Like the video before you go as well. 1,000 likes on the video is the aim. Subscribe if you are new around here and I'll be back again very soon. Podcast Network.